Hi, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Arlene Schacht. I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. Yeah. yeah. Here we are having, well, how many of these podcasts have we done now? I don't know. It's Pause. almost a year, I think. Gotta be over 50. You think we've been doing it that long? I think we started last April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I mean, gonna check of, it out. I have to find out. Oh, we should have think a big thing for the fiftieth if it if it hasn't already passed. What would that be? Would that be our golden anniversary? We'll just give a cheer. Um, fiftieth? <laughs> I don't know. It's actually just a one year. I don't know. It might be paper or something like that. <laughs> it might be nothing. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. We have come a long way from being in the office that had a very loud uh, furnace under us. Being yes. in a very quiet closet, right? Yes. A little now, pug coughing at the door. Oh, and then my oh, office. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, all and now huddled, hours huddled. away. <laughs> yeah, we now we're split. at. Yeah, now we're spread across. Well, how many miles? And still, uh, we managed to do it. We figured how and how. Oops, I got the hiccup. Wow, you know I the wanted, world is crazy. I want to talk about something really, really exciting. Talk about I don't it. know if you've been there yet, Nathaniel, <gasps> but we just opened up a brand new website. It's a sister site to Time Warp Wife. It's called myp31home.com. And I've got a couple of girls that have joined up with me there. We're going to be a site for recipes, housekeeping, home organization. All kind of housekeeping tips. Yeah, housekeeping yep. tips yep. like crazy. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, and nice. we've got this girl named Chantel that is um, going to be writing with us. She's an amazing baker. She's the, the best baker I've ever, ever She's seen. She's the bomb. She's, <laughs> She's she is really, really, really good. So, so far, if you look at her page at myp31home.com, you're going to see her first um, recipe is this um, Easter egg, mini Easter egg cake. It's gorgeous, and it tastes as good as it looked. It was so good. I've never had a cheesecake as good as that, and I, I've had a lot of cheesecake. It was amazing. So very excited about that. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. A lot of people yeah. excited about it, so a lot of buzz out there, and um, yeah. That's so, really good. Yeah. So I, my brain was on fire this week. Like, I could not sleep. I... And so I didn't know why first day can't sleep. I'm up all night. So I went to the pharmacist and I asked if there was anything I could take for sleeping just once in a while. Like when I go through this season of not being able to sleep, I'm exhausted and I just can't sleep. So he gave me a sleep aid. Next day, I, I'm like, okay, it's like two in the morning. I still can't sleep. So I take this sleep aid. I was up till what, seven in the morning, even Something with like that. even with that. And I find out the next day, I'm all of a sudden it clicks in my brain. Could it be eggs? And I found out, sure enough, eggs keep you awake. I blame eggs for most things too. What? I had a lot of eggs. <laughs> I had Yo, six eggs had that day. What's Plus that? potato salad. Is that why we have eggs in the morning? Is that the real secret? I'm thinking that. Oh. Isn't that a good reason to have it in the morning? The real reason we have eggs in the morning, I think, was a was just because of some advertisement like they really? wanted it to make a, a, a it a normality for bacon and eggs to be like your morning meal that a bunch of egg companies they did a to good job they did, they did. yeah, yeah because worked. everybody associates eggs with morning and even the egg company itself had to put out some commercials mm -hmm. like last year i think they did to try to tell people that eggs aren't just for mornings mm -hmm. so they obviously put that in people's heads and got us thinking it was <laughs> yeah, that's interesting though I'm, if if it keeps people awake that that's that's an awesome breakfast uh breakfast meal and no i kidding. seriously the only way i could put it was i felt like my brain was on fire like my brain ideas were just like on i was just what would you call that like your brain is overdrive you know um, no, like, uh, kind of like, um, connections, you know, like sparking spark, I guess Sparking ideas, <laughs> ideas were just like shooting in and out of my brain. Like I was full of ideas. I don't mm. know what the word would be for. Were they good ideas? I had to keep getting up, writing something down. It was like, okay, this is so bizarre that I'm so like, I, 
yeah, that I, I have so many ideas, like, you know, wow. yeah, so I was very productive. That's a good word for it. Okay. So if eggs are like that, I would love to have eggs every morning. I just bought another 12 today, <laughs> but I'm not going to have them like late in the day again, because now that I've learned. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I loved eggs. I haven't had them in a while now, but eggs are good. Yeah, you say you loved them like you yes. broke up with them or something. Yeah, I haven't had them in so long. <laughs> eggs and Is that potatoes. just because eggs and well, potatoes? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're both <gasps> vessels. Like vessels potato salad? Everything, well, he, yeah. yeah well, you used to make skillets all the time. Oh, yes. You can do yeah. everything with an egg, though. <laughs> it's, oh. Those skillets were pretty nasty, though. Well, oh, his on. homemade skillets, like skillets at like a restaurant are amazing. But I don't know if your homemade skillets were. I never, I don't remember ever seeing them. I'd say I preferred mine over a restaurant. Really? Now, what about uh -huh. those bag-o bag skillets that you used Oh, those to? were gross. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those are the <laughs> ones I was referring to. Yeah. What is what is a bagel skillet? Well, he bought these things, giant bags, and you just cut the end open, you dump it into a frying pan and fry it up, and there's your skillet. Mm-hmm. You want to know what we found today? Oh. Dad found this. He's brilliant. He found me a big, giant bag at, the, at Sobeys of chopped onions. It's so funny Ooh. that she doesn't know these things exist. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go vegetables. all those. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, put See, them, I put those away often. What? Yeah. Oh, uh, frozen? Frozen onions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. My life is like way easier now than it's ever been. Life has changed. <laughs> yeah. So now yeah. we have big bag of frozen onions in the freezer. Like, wow. And garlic, I'll never, I will never cut garlic again. I haven't done it for like five or 10 years. You know, oh, we used to I have see. to mince garlic and now you can just buy it in a little jar. I would uh, much rather, when it comes to garlic, do that. Mince like, garlic. It's I like just, cutting garlic. Do you? you? Do? It's kind of yeah. cool, isn't it? It's very tiny. You just makes you it. makes you feel like a pro. Yeah. yeah. It kind of does. You have a point there. Don't you yeah. crush it? That's just to get the skin off. I thought. Oh, maybe. Mm. Yeah. What do I know? I there know. is something at the store I've been trying to pronounce ever since I got there, uh -oh. and I think I have it. And I wonder if you, you've ever heard this. Uh, okay. Mirepoix. No. How, uh, how would you spell that? M-I-R-E-P-O-I-X. P-O-I-X. I think I it have sounds, never heard of it. It's a vegetable mix, I think. It's like celery, carrots, and that. But I never looked it up because I wanted to <laughs> figure it out. Oh. Well, that's, that sounds to me like what it would, what it would be. Okay, yeah. well, listen. Listen. Yes. Do you hear it? No. Oh, that's your silence. Oh, you were talking. Here it goes. Oh, I heard it. Here it goes. Mirepoix. Mirepoix. Boom. There it is. Mirepoix. Okay. Well, mirepoix. Once, once, once would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a mirepoix. And, it's and a then weird... they have this thing where you can practice. I don't know what that is. Oh, they got the little button that says practice. No, thanks. I, I'm good. I don't need to practice. Mirepoix. Mirepoix. So I guess it's just a vegetable mix, a mirepoix. Like a vegetable medley. Yeah. Okay. You have to, yeah, I was just going to say, tell us what it is, but I think it's like, it looks like tiny little carrots and, huh, okay, interesting. Onions. What oh. else is in there? Something oh, you throw in? celery. Celery, Oh, that celery. Mm. I've always had a hard time pronouncing that word, I think. What, mirepoix? No, celery. You're kidding. Celery? You, tell, you, you, you can nail mirepoix, but you can't get you celery? You tell me <laughs> that I say celery, like the kind that you earn. Yes. And celery, the kind that you eat, they sound identical to me. Am I saying it correctly? Well, yeah, and you do that with beg. Bag. Bag and beg. If somebody is begging. Oh. No, they're begging. On the street or they're begging my groceries, it's identical. No, it's not. Identical. One's got an E, one's got an A. Be begging. I cannot say be begging. <laughs> no, you don't need that inflection. <laughs> I can't say it. No, you don't need that. <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't do anything for you. I just can't. It's, Try putting it's a not... Y in there. What? Like a oh, B-A-Y-G. Like, like Bay ain't Bay if Bay don't pray. What? 
why 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 what <laughs> like bay ain't bay because you know like bee, if somebody bag. is your bay like if somebody's your bay your your boyfriend how do you bay ain't you, bay if bay don't pray so you would say bay boyfriend or your girlfriend before all others right bay before all that would be I, before I, every others. other Others doesn't start with an E. Oh, that would be B A E Bay before all else. I don't yeah. like that word. I, no. I don't like that word at all, but you're the one that said try Bay. No, I said B A Y. Oh. With a G in there. Bag. Not bag. Big. To me, I would say it bag. A, yeah, a, a bag is B A G. Bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the part, the part I can't say is like someone bagging on the street come on really? it sounds identical to me well it does because you say the same way. yeah <laughs> that's why it would sound identical otherwise Uh-oh. i'm saying big like mr no. big no it's an e <laughs> it's an e can you say peg peg no that's peg i said it wrong that's peg oh no uh-huh. okay i hmm. think i also do this now that i'm really thinking about it Okay, there's my boy. There's my boy. Yeah, no, I do this too. I'm a fool as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm clearly in a no-win situation here, so let's just move on. I mean, when Uh, you're really in the situation, are you really going to say beg over begging, right? He always has to correct me, and to me it sounds the same. You know what that reminds me of? When I was like two, okay, I asked my sister if I could have a Jesus sandwich. And I remember this so clearly in the kitchen. I wanted a cheese whiz sandwich, but apparently I was saying Jesus. And I kept saying, "Can I, I want a Jesus sandwich. And she kept saying, not until you say it properly. You're saying Jesus sandwich. And I remember crying so hard, but she would not make me a cheese whiz sandwich until I said it. And I tried. She was doing I you thought, a favor. I thought yeah, I was saying the same gross. thing. Who, she says now want, I was saying Jesus. Who would want a cheese whiz sandwich? I don't know. I, I want a Jesus sandwich. Just like, thank you, God. Give me this sandwich. <laughs> Does that make any yeah. sense to you, Nathaniel? Jesus and cheese whiz? No. It, sound, it sounded the same to a two-year-old. It sounds the same. They think they are saying it. Hmm. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. I think so. Like Julia, when she says "baby," what does that sound? How does she say "baby" again? "Baba," yeah, or something like that. Yeah, she thinks she's saying "baby," but she's oh. saying "baba" or something okay. like that. To her ears, it sounds the same. I think. Yeah, that's the way Weird. it is. Weird. Yeah. Okay. And the brain is confusing. Mm. That's interesting, though. Sometimes. Yeah, just the way we process things is a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because it does sound the same to your own ears. Like, to me, it sounds like I'm saying it correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you're saying it, too, it sounds the same to me. Really? Yeah. Huh, okay. Wait, mm. say it. Say it again. I don't well, want to. No, not Who's you. Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so one is beg, and the other one is bag. Okay. Oh, come on, you put but way usually too much nobody, Yes, exactly. So, so if you're you're is, never going to say it like that. You're Some, never going to say, is, can I have a bag? If someone is please? begging for something, but if you go to right. the grocery store and they're bagging your groceries, there's a big difference. Beg, bag. I think if somebody begging, was begging, begging for something, you're going to say, hey, what are you? why are you begging? You're not, <laughs> you're not, not going to say begging. <laughs> I think you got to be realistic. Here is a question for you. So you're attacking the actual word because you don't know how to pronounce it. It's a bad word. They got to fix that. It's not a bad word. <laughs> okay, so peg is not a good word either then. No. Okay. Well, there's how? no there's is no there pag. Hey. Is there no. a pag? No. No. So, so my then that word's fine. <laughs> I I'm just like totally on my own wavelength Sorry. thinking here Sorry. too many eggs again for me. So, speaking of begging, um, do you? What is your feelings towards like when you see someone begging on the corner of the street? I think I might have said it correctly there. 
do you have like sort of like warm nostalgic feelings of this like oh i really want to help this guy out like is it ingrained in you because when we were young sometimes we would just go downtown I don't know if Nathaniel even remembers, but we would go downtown and like give money to the people on the streets that were just asking for money, mm-hmm. you know, so that yeah. they could buy coffees and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if you're old enough to remember that, Nathaniel, because after a while we stopped going downtown because it got really scary. People are starting to chase us and stuff. Oh, yeah, well, definitely t- turn, turned a corner. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. do you remember that? At all? Not like, really. Oh, I remember Madison. She was young, so maybe you were just a baby, probably. Mm, she would go yeah. and put some money in someone's hand or something like that, and then they would say thank you. And oh, oh, she loved it. She oh, she wanted to go downtown just so she could hand money out to people. Yeah, and so I think that, and so then when we went to L.A. too, I think she loved it probably as much as I did. When we go to LA, we talk with the people on the streets. We bring them pizza. We'll take the McDonald's. We'll give them money if, you know, if we have a little bit of money on us. We'll just like, I want to make a relationship with these people. I love them so much. And just to see somebody sleeping all by themselves in the park or on a park bench or something, to be able to go to that person every day while I'm there for a week and say, hey, how are you doing today? And and if you try to make a relationship with them on the first day, then you have the whole week to be able to talk to them. But it's always sad when you got to leave. Yeah. yeah. That. Yeah. But yeah, maybe we should go downtown, Dad. You could come with me and meet the people there. Well, we used to uh, have an office. Our office was downtown for years. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it was it was common. We'd leave the office and, and there'd be people on the street right there all the time. And um, yeah. I know uh, there's a lot of posers too. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you hear that all the time. But still, I think that there are enough people in need that to me, it's worthwhile going yeah, and you helping know, them. You get the stories of um, of the people who are bragging afterwards about making $50 an hour, just going to the street corners and asking for money, you know, dressing up in their worst clothes and you know, holding a sign and, and yeah, and they, and they make good money. And, but again, I mean, there are people out there legitimately that, um, that are really having a tough time. Um, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of people just are, are on the streets because they just, um, yeah, well, for a lot of different reasons. I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole everybody, but there's a lot of different reasons for that. And, and some of them are really legitimate. But I think it's a great way to get to know somebody you know, even if you're just yeah. giving them a little yeah. handful of change, you're getting to meet this person. Like if they're saying to me, buy me a coffee or something, okay, I'll buy you a coffee if that gives me an opportunity now to be friends with you, to make a relationship with you, regardless of the reason why you might be asking for this money. It's an open door now for me to step in and to say, I care about you and, you know, let's let's be friends. Let's get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. But sometime when you're driving by and somebody's at a red light, you don't really get to talk to them. You know, sometime I'll say, God bless you so that they know that maybe that, you know, I've done something in the name of, well, I haven't really done it in the name of Jesus. But if I say, God bless you, you know, then they might start thinking about God or something and think, you know, get was- a good impression of I was really, really impressed. Sorry about talking over you there. I was really (laughs) impressed with um, one time I was, I was, uh, I was driving and there was a person standing at the red light and, um, and came by me and, you know, I, I gave him whatever and, and, and he thanked me and we talked for a second and, um, and then he walked past me and, and I just happened to look up in the rear view and there was a woman who was frantically, you know, grabbing things out of the back seat of her car. And I, and, and it, and it made me take notice. And I thought, Oh, is, is she in trouble? Is, is something going on? Right. So I was, I was watching and she was, she had gone grocery shopping. And so she took a bag and she was taking things out of all of the bags of her groceries and putting them into a bag. And she opened her window and gave a bag of groceries to the guy. And he was almost in tears. You know, and he was he was holding on to this bag of groceries and, you know, and um, yeah, I thought that that was just sweet. 
That was oh, that extremely is. nice. Yeah. I love when we had this really cold spell this winter when it was freezing outside that we seen a few different groups of people bringing pizza to the bus shelters. That was really nice. Pulling a nice warm pizza out of the back of their trunk, bringing it to someone at a bus shelter. There's a lot of people in this town that, that do things like that. It, yeah. It's always been really good for that. And a lot of, probably a lot of it to do though is um, because the, the climate here is just terrible. And so come wintertime, you can't be on the street. So there's, uh, there's shelters all over the place downtown. And uh, so everybody has a place to stay. And um, so I don't know, Salvation Army is, is big here, you know, for that kind of thing. But there's, there's other ones as well. Yeah, there was that guy Morris that we used to go to church with. Yeah, people who would just out of the, out of the kindness of their hearts take what, what they make and they just go out and share it with everybody. And I just think that's, that's amazing. Yeah, and at one time I was telling him about my sister, how she was, she was really addicted to drugs and she was an alcoholic. So she was really struggling. And I told him about her and he said, where did she live? And he said, okay, I'm going to, I'll be walking by her house. So he would walk by her neighborhood and just pray around the neighborhood and then leave some tracks. And I love that. That to me is such a good idea. When I used to have this little youth group, I talked about that on our five minute podcast, but we used to host this little youth group before you were born, Nathaniel. And we had Mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe 15, 20 kids, Mm -hmm. every kid in the neighborhood, except for, um, one except for one but we became friends with them too no oh no no yeah except for one I didn't really know those kids very well right um but every other kid that I knew in the neighborhood came to our little youth group and they were from ages five to 13 which was really weird they loved all hanging out together Yeah, yeah they would come but what I would do is in the afternoon when I bought their coke I would buy them like drinks and chips and stuff like mm-hmm. that And I would just pray over all of the drinks before the kids got there. I would put my hands and pray over the chips, pray over the drinks, just pray, God, I pray that as they're, you know, having this drink that you would really bless these kids, that you would speak to these children. And, and then I would, um, walk by their houses and stop by each of their sidewalks and just like pray as I'm walking, not like being weird where I'm standing and, you know, on the street corners, like you know, with my hands up in the air or making people feel weird, but just, you know, silently praying as I'm walking by the houses. And I would do that like a few times, you know, a month or whatever I go, like maybe once a week, walk by their houses and just say prayers for all these kids. And I'm still hearing from some of them today. I was telling you that this week. I was talking to one of them. He's 28 now. Yeah. He kept something that you gave him 24. Five years ago? Yeah, I sent him a letter. <laughs> yeah. huh. Was that in the five-minute podcast to talk about that? I guess so, yeah. And I, I said, was, yeah. you're a little guy doing big things for Jesus, just like David. He was a little guy who did big things for God. And then he, we had um, a contest where you had to memorize uh, these Bible verses, and he memorized the most. And he was the youngest in the group, so I was pretty impressed. You gave him a Bible with his name gold stamped on the front. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I didn't remember, but he told me the other day what it was. Yeah. That's a nice gift. Yeah. (laughs) Very personal gift. Yeah. Yeah, You know, we we did that a lot. And Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite, though, was a friend of mine who asked me, he went out and spent a lot of money on a a Bible. And uh, he said, oh, could you put my name on it? And I said, sure. Yeah, not a problem. And so... uh, a week later, I, I saw him again and uh, and gave him his Bible. And, and he goes, oh, he's looking at it. And he's going, thank you so much. This is awesome. This is awesome. And then um, so his his wife walks up and says, oh, what's that? And, and he shows her really quickly. And she looks at her face, looks really puzzled. And I thought, okay, well, I, I didn't really think much of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for a couple of years that he told me that uh, the name was actually misspelled. Oh, <laughs> no. So, and I thought what i said what would be he said what would be easier would it be easier to to scrape off the gold and do it again or me to change my name i said change your name (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a shame did you ever get gold stamping done nathaniel did did i no i don't think i did you got a book made of your photography that was nice i did that wasn't any gold stamping though that would have probably looked kind of weird yeah, it was, I don't remember what your book was called, but uh, you had some great photos in there. Yeah, yeah. 
I was pretty much just any photo that was in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Your cameras do a lot of work, honestly. So when I met Dad, okay, right, um, because I found out that he could gold stamp a Bible, I think it was my dad. My dad took sent his Bible to your work for you to gold stamp it. Yeah. And then a guy at dad's work said, I know this guy. And he said, I used to be his neighbor across the street. So dad said, oh, I'm, I'm dating his daughter, Darlene. He said, oh, no way. Because when I was little, I remember that I played with his daughters. And one time him and his wife went out for grocery shopping or something. And his daughters used to tell me we would climb up on their roof this was horrible, okay? We'd climb up on the roof, and if we did that, we could get into the bedroom window upstairs. So we'd climb up on the roof of the back porch, and then we would open the window to the upstairs bedroom, get into the house and go downstairs, and then just fool around with all their stuff. So I get up on the roof, and all of a sudden they were like, my parents are coming down the back lane. My parents are coming down the back lane. So I had to try to get off the roof. But getting down, I was terrified. I could climb up anywhere, but try to climb down something, that is scary. So I couldn't do it. So I was stuck on the roof. Busted. And that is so mm -hmm. weird that then you worked <laughs> with this guy later. Yeah. And he's like, I remember her. I had to carry her off yeah, of my had roof. To carry her down. <laughs> it's so funny. And then uh -huh. I would he worked for us later and it's like so weird. Like yeah. all of a sudden I'm an adult and this guy's like working for us and I'm like thinking he used to carry me around. That's funny. <laughs> he said I was such a skinny little scared kid. I remember him. You were pulling like a little chihuahua that, that shake. Yeah. Yeah. He had to climb up a ladder and I was like too scared to come down. So he carried me down the ladder. Huh. That's, That's a small world. I think you would have enjoyed it back then because kids used to. Do what we want. We, You know, parents <laughs> would that. parents yeah. would go out a lot and leave their kids running around the neighborhoods. Well, we were forced out of the house. It was always go out and play, go out and play. Yeah. yeah. So if your kids are playing, the parents would just go do what they're going to do. Like my kids are gone. I'm going, it's weird, but this is ha this happened to me more than once where I remember the parents being gone. Yeah, you come home and there's nobody home. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, it, that's just how it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was I, kinda... I love the technology of today, though. That's, that's the one reason yeah. I would never want to go back. Or I wouldn't want to go back to that time as a child. Just because I wouldn't want to go back to that time either. Yeah. <laughs> I would. No. Like, uh, I wouldn't have wanted to grow up in that time. I preferred the time I grew up in. I'm happy with that. You are. Well, yeah. I'm happy with the time I grew up in. I wish you would have been a part of that. <laughs> you know, like, ah, <laughs> oh, kids just don't ride bikes as much as they used to. They don't yeah, play street games. We make games. music, you know? Yeah. Make music, make games. They we meet up people around the world. Yeah, they don't start smoking when they're 12 years old either. No, but they're meeting people around the world, like I you mean, just said, which is are, very dangerous no, more than smoking. It's not dangerous. No. It is. It's not, not dangerous. Meeting people around the world is, for kids, very dangerous. More dangerous than smoking? It is. Okay. There's so pedophiles around the world. That's a scary thing. My friend group has like 10 people that are from other countries. Yeah. Okay, but you're an adult. But this is way before I was an adult. Well, yeah. tell me that like five years ago and uh, you would have okay. been... Okay, no, all, all joking aside here, but it is true that there definitely is that problem with um, with a lot of predators out there, mm -hmm. you know, looking for kids. And yeah, yeah. so th that is absolutely true. Yeah. Man, there was a website I found a few years ago. Do you remember what it's called? Is it called Omegle? That is a website, yeah. Is that the one where kids are allowed to go on without their parents and talk to other people? That's like every website. Oh, I couldn't believe when I saw this website. It's mm. like, it's encouraging kids to join their website. And then it's got a little warning on there. Kids, be careful uh, who you're talking to I, because you might be talking to someone who's pretending to be a kid. I thought they shouldn't even be on here. Like this chat rooms for kids who are like they 13 have, years old, 12 years old. It, what was it, it, it does called? Not, it's not encouraging kids. Omegle is a thing. That's a video is, chat thing. Is I, mean, I don't know if that's the one I'm thinking of. Yes, I think it is, right? 
Yeah, that is and, one of them, but it's you, not But it says kids. that you don't have to be an adult to go on there. You can you video chat be. with strangers. Yeah. That's very dangerous. Very yeah, dangerous. Yeah, it could be, but they have the whole 18 plus area of that. So like, it, it, There's Omega for kids, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Could be dangerous. It's like Omegle. Talk to strangers. I mean, the internet is just dangerous. You just got to monitor your kids when they're on there. Well, not not extensively, though. Oh. I Wait a minute. Didn't still you just like privacy. do a complete 180 because you were saying that it isn't dangerous? I never said it wasn't. Did I say it wasn't dangerous? Oh, I don't know. Like, kind of- uh, there, there is dangers to it, and I think you should monitor to an extent. Mm-hmm. But I think you should still allow some privacy where it's not as much, or it's not dangerous. You know what I mean? It's okay, a, just it's a weird thing. Just yeah. because, okay, I am looking at it now, and it says eighteen plus adult, and then unmonitored. There's an unmonitored section, but from what I understand, is you could just click this and say that you're plus eighteen, right? Yeah. So I then, mean, so you could. maybe I miss. Maybe it's I misspoke. Because I thought that I saw it before. Okay, wait. Yes, it says right here. By using a Maggle, you accept the terms at the bottom. You must be 18 plus or 13 plus with parental permission. Okay. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. So I, I misspoke a little there. Sorry, Maggle. We are in a time now where the internet is becoming a lot more accessible for kids. Yeah. Like YouTube yeah. has YouTube kids now. And that is huge because that's something that YouTube forceful, or forcefully monitors very constantly to make sure that everything uploaded onto YouTube Kids is actually for kids. Hmm. So if you have like kids and you don't want them finding random stuff on YouTube, just download YouTube Kids and then that forces them to stick to that certain... Well, when people upload a video, they're asked to say, is it for kids? And if they say yes, then YouTube will have to review the video. Yeah, because we throw all of the podcasts up on YouTube. And yeah. Yeah, that is definitely So if you say it is for kids, then that immediately puts all these restrictions on it, puts it onto YouTube Kids as well, so that any kid can view it. Ah, uh, interesting. And that includes all the kids' TV shows, any videos that are any YouTube channels that are heavily catered towards children. Mm-hmm. So it's huge if you have, like, a toddler that just wants to watch YouTube. That is really cool. Because they can't accidentally find something on there. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of garbage out there. I mean, there even is. on regular YouTube, they try to keep that cleaned up as well. They try. It's, yeah. You know yeah. what? I think it's kind of scary being a parent right now because kids know more than their parents do about electronics. And so while we think that we might be putting on controls and stuff like this or monitoring, kids know ways around it that we don't. Does that make sense? I think yes so. No. We could think oh, okay, well, my kid's, you know, not doing this. And as soon as they're walking outside, they're just, they know how to get Wi-Fi or something like that. And they could just be, you know, logging in as someone else. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't have young kids right now. So I'm thankful for that because technology is going way faster than my brain can handle. But I think that that is a fairly new phenomenon though with, with, the way that um, that kids view their parents, like mm-hmm. I think every kid in the last 100 years have thought when they are early teens that they were smarter than their parents. They just knew more than their parents do. And I think in the age of the internet, I think that's just accelerated that. Yeah, but if you yeah. go back like 300 years before technology, then nothing much was changing. And so I, I think that I would bet that teenagers back in those days probably never really felt that they were too superior you know they were never superior to their parents they probably looked up to their parents a lot more and and didn't think that they were smarter or better or had a better understanding of things i'm not sure but and this is kind of a theory but i think that that probably makes sense i wonder how that's going to go for my generation because i am growing up with all this i know all this and so like i know all the new stuff that's coming out so any yeah. kids that I would have, I would be teaching them this stuff. But they're gonna yeah. they're going to be more interested. They're going to have more time. Yes. More yeah, free definitely. time than you, which is yeah. then gonna give them the advantage to learn more, and then you're going to be relegated to the I don't know, <laughs> to the scrap heap. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. There's yeah. see, there's a girl That's I used to babysit who wants to come over this week so I could show her how to use Instagram. And I'm thinking, 
wait a minute. So am I that much older now that she is older than the Instagram crowd? And I'm even older than that? I will say. I used to babysit her and she doesn't know how to use Instagram. She's a mom with like five kids. And I'm thinking, (laughs) okay, I'm really old. Because I thought that all the younger generation knew Instagram, but even she's older than that generation. I don't think all the younger generations know most of the social media. Really? I don't know Instagram. I don't know Facebook. I don't know Twitter. Uh, I think the the only social media I use is like YouTube. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't. I don't like having my accounts on everything everywhere. And that's just like a personal internet privacy thing on my end i just don't want mm-hmm. my face everywhere and i don't want it to be impossible to clean my name up if i ever was like okay i want to restart i want to have this stuff i don't want all of my stuff in the past i Good. want the ability to be be able to take off what i want you know i've always thought of that as being short-sighted by putting or possibly not not necessarily but in terms of um you know being employable what if you are doing things that are just awful and you're bragging about it on Facebook? That's out there forever, is it not? You're already seeing that kind of stuff come up with elections or actors getting like mm-hmm. things come up from years ago that they posted that yeah. they just could never get rid of now. Yeah. Once yeah. it's out there, it's There's out the there. There's the Wayback Machine where people can actually yes. go back and look at stuff that yeah. you posted mm-hmm. 10 But no years people ago. really use the Wayback Machine. Oh, I Unless do. they really want to. <laughs> I used the Wayback Machine. I went to one yesterday and there was no information. It was on a, a website that I like to visit. And I was like, huh, I wonder what kind of stuff they were posting like 10 years ago. And it says this information for this website is not available on here. Uh, I thought, oh, that's really weird. It's like a celebrity website. So maybe they are paying not to be, not to appear on there, which could be the thing. I, don't I know. used the Wayback Machine on YouTube and I never knew it. But I, YouTube at its very beginning used to be a dating website. <laughs> Are you really? serious? It was. It was like a video sharing dating website. Wow. That's how it started. I never heard that yeah. before. It's crazy. Huh. But you could, wow. you could see it's a first form on the way back. Like machine. how long ago would that be, do you think? That's like when they first started. They first started as a dating website. Yeah, before that was Google. Um, Before what? <laughs> Google was, what do you mean? Google was a dating website? No, no. Google bought YouTube. Oh, yeah. That was like yeah. pretty recent, though, in the ter- like terms of YouTube, th- though. 2010? Yeah. yeah, that's pretty recent. Yeah. Okay, so y- when did YouTube start? Like, when were they a dating site? Early 2004? Yeah, early 2000s. Oh, man, that sounds so recent. I know. Not 2004. for me. That's like my whole life. Wow. Yeah, it is actually, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> oh. Wow. That is kids. so interesting. So if I go back on the YouTube, the YouTube. The YouTube. To like 2004, Yikes. I might see this kind of stuff. I don't know. Probably. Oh, 2005. That's 2000. Oh, yeah. I am going to check that out tonight. See, you're older than YouTube. That does not surprise me. <laughs> but it's there it starts. There it starts. Now you're older than YouTube. Get used yeah. to it because you're going to be older than everything after a while. I kind of yeah. am older <laughs> I than most of, of the recent like social medias. Okay. Am I not? Yeah. It's, yeah. I suppose. Okay. So, forget that. It's just another one of those things that changes with time. I guess. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just things. Things are moving so fast right now. There's. It's so fast. It's. It's a little. I don't know. I find it a little bit off-putting sometimes, just how quickly things are things are moving. I'm going to ask a question to you guys. Since today, actually, when the podcast comes out is Easter, mm-hmm. comes out on Easter night. Yep. What is your favorite Easter memory, mm. Nathaniel? Uh, probably following the chocolate trails. Oh, we would put a little trail outside your door. Yeah. And yeah, it always went to the same place. <laughs> yeah, it like, was great. The little chocolate trail would lead to your basket. And yeah, and then we got so a dog. So do we need to put a little chocolate? Yeah, then when we got dog, we couldn't do the chocolate trail That's anymore. That's right. They, yep, they would eat the chocolate. That's do right. you want us to put a chocolate trail tomorrow when you walk in the front door? 
you That's get a little okay. chocolate trail. <laughs> Probably to your gonna basket. bring the dog anyways. <laughs> That's true. She'll leave in her own little chocolate trail yeah, through our yeah. yard. I think so. <laughs> and what is your favorite memory, Michael? I don't really have one like that. Like, well, you don't need a chocolate trail, but you might. No, have but another. I, I, I think that that was. Um, for me, I, I grew up with um, the Easter was more go to church. Sunday morning. Really? Yeah. And then you have the Sunday evening service. Loved Sunday evening service. On Easter, they had a Sunday evening service? Uh, yep. Back back then. Right. They used to always have Sunday always evening Sunday services evening when services. we were dating. Really loved Sunday evening service. It was a little bit less formal than the Sunday morning. Yeah. And you had time to talk with people after more. It was just more relaxed. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, basically there was that just that crazy tradition of chocolate rabbits you know in a basket and you get up in the morning and oh there's my 20,000 chocolate calories right there and uh you know yeah mm -hmm. yeah. so but it was good I have two favorite memories one is you know how I told you my parents never bought us treats yes for I'd have to and you had to dance I had to treats. run around the block to get a bite of chocolate <laughs> yes. or whatever. Okay, yeah. that's. But I do remember one time that my parents did buy us treats. I must have been in preschool because we lived like in St. Boniface. And um, I remember getting up in the morning and they had hid treats in the house. And um, one of the spots that they hid them in was the dining room table. When you open it up, you pull the two sides of the table open in the pillar of the table they had hid some eggs inside there, which I thought was really cool. And they were like little tins that were painted. They were shaped like eggs and they were little tins. And back then, if I got something like that, like, you know, we never got nice stuff, hardly ever. So I cherished that little tin from the, it had little eggs inside it or whatever. I just love that. And another thing I remember about Easter is that we would always, always wear our Sunday best. When we went to church, we would always have a new outfit to wear to church and everybody was dressed beautifully for church on Easter Sunday. It was like I had a white, like a white top with this pink skirt dress and I felt like a million bucks. (laughs) So, and then also you would always start wearing white shoes at Easter time. What? We'd always start what? wearing white shoes. You didn't wear white shoes until Easter. I think people say I didn't now. I wear white sho- shoes Labor after Day? Easter. I don't know when Labor yeah. Day is. When is that, May? That's September. Or oh, September. okay. You can't wear white shoes after Labor Day. That's what it is. But you start wearing white shoes back in the day on Easter and hats. All the women would have like hats at, e- at Easter time. So you'd go to church and... And it was just such a beautiful, like, morning service because everybody was all, like, happy and everybody was dressed in their best and just, it just seemed like a really happy place to be. Hmm. And we weren't even, like, Christians back then. You know, our family wasn't Christian until we were 11, but we would go to church on Easter Sunday and that was, that was pretty amazing. I loved it. Hmm. I thought, uh, I thought Labor Day was exclusively American. No. No? Are you sure? I'm sure. Oh, I thought it was. (laughs) You got Labor Day off. (laughs) You didn't question that. I mean, I'm never going to question a day off, right? Oh, okay. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Labor Day. That's the first week of September. They actually, but don't we usually just call it a civic holiday? No, that's Labor Day. What is the that? civic holiday is a, is August first. What does Canada. Labor Day mean? What does that mean? I'm looking it up. I gotta figure um, this out. Oh, I don't. I don't remember <laughs> the the history of it. I really there don't. is a history. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, Labor Day is a federal holiday in the United States. Mm-hmm. Celebrated on the first of Monday in September to honor and recognize the American labor movement. Yeah. Now you can expand that though, because that's but also But it is in Canada. in Canada too. I see yeah. it here, September sixth this that's year. That's wrong. No, it's not wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. Come on. What is it, Canada? If it's spelled with a U. Yes. What? Yes. Spelled with a U. Oh, uh, that changes things. Okay. They that's spell the British, everything British with a U spelling. out here. Yeah. To all you King James, um, King James Bible readers, 
That's that's British English. That's Canadian English. So Canadian. They use the U in the King James too. Oh yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I get people calling me out that I misspelled things if I quote it in King James sometimes. I get questioned a lot, and I don't understand why, from the use of washroom and bathroom interchangeably. Hmm. Every time I say washroom, I get corrected from anyone who is not in Canada. Anytime you say what? Washroom? Washroom, yeah. It's just not a thing. Oh, yeah. We say washroom or bathroom. Washroom or bathroom. Yeah, yeah, but it's weird because every time I've said it in front of someone who's not from Canada, they've said like, "Why do you say washroom?" Oh, that's interesting, eh? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Never heard of that before. Yeah. If that's a oh. thing, we'll find out. I remember once I I went to this ladies' um, meeting. I was speaking at the meeting, and it was in Ohio, and I said. <laughs> I started speaking and I said, okay, show of hands, how many of you fold your panties? And they look, my friends were laughing their guts up after and they were like, we don't talk about that. Like, you know, panties are like, I don't know. It's just, it was, we say, I say, we talk about that all the time. Like it's your panty drawer, like, oh, panties, like, they, it, it just seemed to them like it was, like, some word that was, like, just mm-hmm. off limits, I guess? Yes, a little more off limits than it is out here, hmm. but I don't know, <laughs> now people <laughs> listening are probably thinking, yeah. Yikes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're covering their kids' ears right now. <laughs> a little yeah. more off limits, that's a way to put it. And they were like, I can't believe you said that, Darlene. And I was like, Whoa. So is that why you're saying it on the podcast? <laughs> right, <laughs> Maybe. Right. <laughs> but like, yeah, we were just, you know, talking about that out here. Like who folds them? Who doesn't? When they put them in the drawer, do you just throw them in? Do you fold them? Do you like roll them? How do you put them in the drawer? And that's what I was, I don't know why I was talking about that. But I was. People, I wanted okay. to know how many folded them. Well, I don't want to say the word again. No. You okay, wait a minute, though. Know. Okay. Well, what? Do people even have dressers anymore? Yes. Mm. Yes. I think you're wrong. Of course not. Educate I us. I don't know anyone who has a dresser in my age. Where are you putting your clothes? I don't know. The closet? I don't the, know the, the closet. Okay. <laughs> what does that here's, mean? Here's the thing. <laughs> Look, I don't know. No, no. Where are Wherever you? I don't know where my clothes are. <laughs> where are you putting your clothes? Not where are they. Where when are I you? get them out of the dryer, I put them on my chair. <laughs> I've never had a dresser. <laughs> I don't know. I, I put them on because when I wake up, I just grab them and put them on. Okay. So you therefore think that everyone else does everything everyone does this the way that you do this is, people, this is people i know do this where would they put jeans so you discuss this this chair. is really interesting you you've actually had a discussion with people about do i've you have talked a, about pe- this yeah have you talked to anybody who's not a slob because like oh, who on, would just put on. it on the chair everybody come on i would <laughs> no, no way because yeah, people, everybody no, i don't actually this, have a chair if you're gonna if you're gonna clean up your bedroom you're not gonna leave your jeans on the chair yeah like you think they just stack all their clothes on a chair? How much clothes do people have? Lots. Lot. I have like <laughs> two pairs lot. of jeans and three shirts. So you just put it on a chair, huh? Yeah. What about Dresser's your suits? Useless. What about your suits and ties? <laughs> My mini suits. You're right. <laughs> yeah. No, those are reserved for the closet. Ah, ah okay. Well, now look, we got to circle back here because that's the word I was going to throw at you. When you're talking about washroom and then bathroom, yes, um, the British is water closet. I've heard water closet. I I I thought I would go online here and yeah. um, and and just look it up to make sure that I was right. And it has a really weird write up. It says, uh, "What is a water closet?" It says, mm-hmm. "In short, it's essentially a room with within a bathroom with a toilet where you can do your business in peace, closed off okay. from anyone who might be I love that who might be brushing their teeth or singing to Shania Twain in the shower." Yes. <laughs> what a weird write up. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, more people need water closets. More people need to sing to Shania Twain in I the disagree. shower. I disagree. I disagree too. What would you be singing if you were in the shower? Nothing. Uh, I usually have like 
arguments in my head. I think I've mentioned this already before. <laughs> and you're arguing to yourself in the punching, shower? Punching the wall in the shower. I No, I, I have like, I heard this in a, gr- a video a long time ago when I was very young, but it really stuck with me. It was like, when you get in the shower, you start having like arguments with people that happened like 10 years ago. It's like, oh. you just start going back in your mind and then you start talking to things. It's crazy. And Showers you talk out loud? No. Well, what am maybe I sometimes. singing in the shower? Probably A Thousand Years. A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. I be, I probably sing that Every a time. lot in the shower. Oh, lately I've been singing Justin Bieber's Baby Baby in the shower. Yeah. I think it's just one baby, isn't it? Baby, 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 yeah. Baby, <laughs> baby. This is what I'm singing. That's all I know. That's the only word she knows of the song. I don't really know the song, so no, I'm just repeating got, the word baby as I'm like washing my hair. Too. Uh, it seems like a good one to, to sing in the shower. I don't know. Don't know what else. Or a thousand it, years. Isn't that one it's of the most like two disliked songs. video on YouTube? Which one? Baby by Justin Bieber. Is it? Uh, Is it? It used to be the most disliked. Well, it's not the most disliked in my shower. That's I'll true. I'll tell you that. Now, the reason it's really stuck in my head is because we went to a baby shower a couple of weeks ago, and it was a drive-by baby shower. And so we, Madison said, let's put that song on, and we put the convertible roof down. We had some helium balloons and stuff. It was so much fun. Oh, my goodness. That was fun. And then we played the Justin Bieber baby song because it was a baby shower. And ever since then, that song's been stuck in my head and just like singing it all the time. Hey, Nathaniel. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's that time. What's the time? Mm-hmm. Oh, Bring down the word, bird. I didn't realize that so much time had passed. It's I been did. a crazy time. I did. <laughs> this time, this clock must be wrong. I'm thinking yeah. there's no way we've been talking this long. What's the verse of the day, Nathaniel? Verse of the day. We got some Proverbs 3125. <gasps> I love right. Proverbs 31. One of, my, one of my favorites here. You ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is I'm clothed. A oh. I'm a Proverbs girl. Proverbs girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now she she is now because my P3 we, went home. Yeah, we started did, the P3 right. went home. We did mention that. Yeah, yeah. we did. Don't, don't forget, go to myp31home.com. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> I said, don't forget, go to myp31home.com and check it out. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I don't think you actually mentioned the name earlier, did you? I don't know. I don't. Th- uh, I'm going to mention at the end again anyways. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah. Proverbs 31. P31, she is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. Mm. Period. Okay. Period. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> now discuss. Well, I think what is, I think when she is not, is she, it says when she laughs without fear of the future. What do you think that means, Michael? You know, she laughs without fear of the future. You know, for me, that's not, um, not a verse that I've really looked at too closely. So, really? No. So I would probably pull down, take a look at, at the Greek because different different um, translations will do different things with the Greek. And, yeah. you know, so sometimes I'm, I'm happy with the way they, that they've translated. Sometimes I'm really not happy with the way they've translated. So uh, so I don't know. What, what's your I've thoughts on it? I've always taken it to mean that that if if you're if she laughs at the fe- without fear of the future, that means that she trusts God for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That means you know, don't have any fear about what you should wear or what you should eat or what you should drink. Know that God is taking care of every detail of your life, and regardless of whether your day turns out the way that you hope it will or the way it's a total surprise to you and you feels like everything didn't turn out right. Believe that God is in control and trust him. Say, Lord, I'm going to trust you with this situation. And I can I can be without fear of the future because I know that the same God that has brought me this far is going to bring me much further yet. God is always taking care of me. And I trust that. And I trust that he's going to take care of me just the same way tomorrow. Well, trusting is one thing. But I think when it says that she laughs at the uh, she laughs at the future, that pushes that without fear, without fear of the future. Um, that that brings it to a completely different level. 
right? You can trust, but trust is something that you can quietly trust in something. But if she laughs without fear of the future, then that just means that it's it it kind of pushes it more towards she's joyous on top of, you know, on top of... Um, I'm sorry, what was oh, that yeah. hand signal you just... You <laughs> I just, just did me. the crazy hand signal. Is that what that was? You yeah, have I was to rem- joking. You have to remember, I don't have glasses <laughs> when on. When you so. said it pushes it to another level, I thought, what, is she a little bit crazy? No, I'm just kidding there, oh. but... Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That it, it she just, is It just kind joyous. of introduces, yeah, the idea of her being joyous on and and having faith and trusting God, right? Joyful anticipation sure. of what's going to come in her life, yeah. I think. Yeah, it, it is like that verse that talks about um, for joy, Jesus, um, for the joy before him, Jesus went to the cross. Let me check what that is. The Bible verse, for the joy before him, for the joy set. Okay, let me just read it so I know. Hebrews 12, verse 2. We need you to add some music in here, Nathaniel. (laughs) Okay, it says... Oh, I got the jazz going already. (laughs) Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Okay, that's very similar. I think we might have talked about this last week, actually. Hmm. But what it, what it means to me is that he was trading this temporal satisfaction for a joy in God, this eternal reward that he would have. Yeah. So he's trading one joy for another and so when she laughs with joy or she laughs without fear of the future i think that she has her hope in jesus christ she has her hope in something more than this world has to offer she has her hope in an eternal plan and that is where her source of joy comes from because everything could go wrong in your day and you could still be joyful because you can say to yourself this is not my home I am, I am made for something much bigger than this moment. But this is this is what the Bible does all the time. Is when you start analyzing, um, you know, verses like this, then you start to uncover all the kinds of things. Okay, so you've just uncovered. Okay, there's there's got to be joy in here, but there's also got to be confidence, right? You've got to have a confidence if you're going to be able to laugh without fear of the future. So you're confident. You're joyous. You're you're enduring all of these things. So the more you read a verse like that over, the deeper you dig into it, it is really amazing the things that you can come up with and how complete a verse like that really is. Nathaniel, do you laugh with a... Do you think that you would have that mindset, that you would be joyful when you think of your future, that you would have no fear of your future? Or is that something that makes you kind of terrified? The far future? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the far future I'm excited about. It's more the near future I stress about. Like how near? Tomorrow? It's the steps to making the far future what I want it to be. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like going to school, stressing out about that or like Mm -hmm. getting a better job at that time just kind of putting everything in place to make sure that i can have that proper future that i want yeah i think that's really common that people will often stress about things that they know are going to happen so what you're saying is i'm stressing about those things that i know Mm -hmm. i know i've got to go to school i know i'm going to have to be studying but the other stuff you don't really know about yet so you're not stressing about that because you're saying that will all fall into place. Yeah, hopefully. So start using this mindset of, you know what? Even those things like school and studying, trust in God and believe that that will fall into place too, because it will. All you have to do is do your very best in that day. And then tomorrow is for the Lord. You can't ever change what tomorrow's going to bring. But you can do your best today, and that will set you up for a better placement tomorrow. I think that's always a good thing to do, like you're doing right now. 
you're studying, you're pre-studying before you even get into school. Right. And that is, that's being a wise steward of the things that God has given you. And I think that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. All right. So we will let you go Aww. and make sure that you visit our new website. That's my P31 home. home. I almost forgot that part. My P31 home.com. Dot com. Yes. And click the little menu button at the top. And if you click that little menu button, you're going to see our links for everything, including our Time Warp Wife website, marriage prayers. Everything is linked Um, in that menu. And if you subscribe, if you go to the site and you subscribe, then what is it that's happening? We are having a monthly draw. Monthly draws. That's right. $75 um, Amazon gift card. Yep. And um, apron from Sugar Baby Aprons. Yep. To one person every month. For how long? Yep. Well, we're going to do this for a year. A year. I'm committing to it for a year, I ask, you know, and Sugar Baby Aprons is committing to it for a year. So that, thank you. Thank you, Sugar Baby. So, yep. So if you have a chance to pop over to the site, uh, subscribe and uh, get your name in. Yep. And check out Nathaniel Schacht Music Online. Available. Almost everywhere. <laughs> Almost everywhere now. Yeah. Not not, not quite everywhere. Yeah, we <laughs> figured everywhere. that out last week. Just almost everywhere. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye for now.